everyone. Welcome to another episode of Women in Power. I'll let my guest introduce herself. Hi, I'm Binti. Um, so I just thought I'd let you guys know that we are like best friends from school, so this episode is quite exciting for us. Um, so I'm going to first start off with um, asking you, what was your childhood like? So I actually had a really good childhood, Kira. Um, I grew up with two sisters who I was actually really close with growing up. I still am close to both mm-hmm. of them before they say anything. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, because we were really similar in, in age growing up, I feel like we could relate to a lot. Mm-hmm. My mum would always put, put us in matching clothing. Oh, and so cute. <laughs> wasn't always the best thing, but um, yeah, it actually brought us really close together mm. and um, I wouldn't change it for a thing. Um, and I think because we were all girls as well, um, we just always, you know, got on really well. Mm. And um, yeah. That's how, that sounds really nice. I feel like my, me and my sister, like we, my mum used to dress us in the same clothes as well, <laughs> which is annoying, but is what it is. Um, so um, it's cute you, though for photos. Yeah, exactly. It is really cute for photos. And to be fair, I'm at yours at the moment. And I've seen a few of your pictures of when you were growing up. So it's, they're cute. Um, so did anybody influence you or inspire you, like growing up from like your childhood? So definitely my parents inspired me because I feel like they showed me that you can achieve anything that you put your mind to and they never cared what I was going to do growing up but they always just pushed me just to do what makes you happy and I feel like that's what's instilled into my brain to this day and yeah I just feel like they're um, they're my inspiration. Yeah that's good because it's good that you never got like that pressure from your parents to be like oh we want you to, you know, be in this industry or whatever. They kind of, like... As long as you kind of knew what you wanted for yourself. Yeah. Like, that's quite... That's, that's good to have parents like that. I never felt peer pressure yeah, at all. Yeah, so, so that's I, really, really yeah. good. Um, so next question is about school life. So obviously we first met at Watford Girls and I have a, a few of my other guests have went to the same school. So, like, what was school life like? Because I was talking to a few other people off the record, like, not on this episode, saying they had mixed views at Watford Girls. So what, what was your experience, like, being in an all-girls school and things? I feel like I learned a lot from that school mm-hmm. and I wouldn't change my experience, but I do also feel like it it wasn't 100% mm, the right school yeah. for me. Um, and it's nothing to do with the school because, like I said, I learned a lot from from my time there um but I feel like I learned a lot more about life itself mm. people when I was kind of out out of that school and out of that area um because then I went from um from the grammar school to college and it was a completely different, different experience yeah. I literally dived straight into the deep end and I didn't know what to expect but I feel like I just really really wanted to change mm. from what I was used to and yeah yeah that's very similar to me like I had I get it because I had a great experience as well um but I feel like some things weren't so great and I think people would agree I'm not going to say like situations but you know um yeah I think going to college because we both went to college we didn't say like sixth form it was such a different world I think being around a mixture of like boys and girls as well that's interesting and then I just think going from a grammar school and seeing people from state schools and just like how they are it's just very it's very very different you know I feel like we always related on that yeah experience Mm, definitely once we were at college we're at college we we went to different colleges Mm. but we can actually really relate to how we were feeling oh experiences and stuff yeah no definitely um so what was like university like because that's where like we you went to 
was it, we went was it, um, up in Leicester? Yeah. And then obviously I was in Southampton, so we were like away for like three years, <laughs> uh, which is sad. But obviously we met up when we would come home, you know, in the holidays and things. But yeah, like what was university like? Tell me about like being a student, moving away from home. Like it's a whole new world. You know, you're still young as well, you know, moving away from home and things. So what was that like for you? It was a completely different experience. I feel like from college to university, it was a whole mm. new world. And living out, um, I can't really explain to you what it's like. You just get a sense of sort of like independence. Like you literally go from um, your mum doing your washing mm. and stuff yes. to you having to, to do everything, to do everything, doing your bedding. Like it literally just taught me so much mm. and I also learned how to cook when I yeah. was at uni thank you to one of my friends from university <laughs> um she yeah she taught me how to cook and like to this day literally cooking is just something that I love doing and um yeah I just I learned so much from it and um I met so many different types of people as well so yeah like university was probably one of the best best things Based that time, I decided yeah. to do I think it's good even you know yeah you get a degree at the end of you know your course but I think you learn life skills mm. you've got you get you know you have friends for life I, I'm still friends with some girls from uni and I think when you go to different all different people from around the country or you know international students as well like I think it's oh I always recommend that people go to university I think it's just a great experience so um so what was it like um graduating and then applying for like grad jobs did you struggle like finding jobs and things it was definitely hard like I think I came out of university thinking I'm gonna find a job straight away and it is gonna be quite simple because I've got a degree um I didn't think I was gonna struggle as much as I did to find a job in marketing but everywhere I applied they just said you need at least a year's experience in marketing which I literally did not have so I was getting really really sort of like frustrated Mm. not being able to find anything um so the first job I had actually out of university was at Cakebox um where I helped with sort of front of house cake decorating and um it was good yeah for like the the time being um you know paid some bills for me and um in that way but I knew that it wasn't obviously what I wanted to stay in so I was really determined to find something um in marketing still um and then, yeah, I actually um, landed an internship in fashion because I've actually always wanted to work in fashion um, for a celebrity stylist. So, yeah, I think once I did that, um, I then, mm. you know, was still trying to find an actual marketing job. So I actually ended up getting um, another internship in marketing, um, which was on a short term basis. And then from that, from there, it sort of gave me the experience to then sort of get um, other jobs. And yeah, it sort of broadened my um, horizon. And yeah. Yeah, because I know we did the same internship, didn't we? Angie Smith, that was such a good experience. Um, Because I did a fashion degree, but you did like more business and marketing. Yeah. So what sparked the interest of um, getting into the fashion industry? Like, what we what? about what was it about fashion that you wanted to like you know I have always loved fashion Mm. like you've known me since I was younger and Mm. I've just always like loved fashion and expressing myself through how I dress um and yeah I just really really wanted to sort of like see more um I don't know look more into the industry and sort of see what it was Mm. like and um yeah 
it was a uh, it opened my eyes up to a lot and yeah okay um so if you could just tell like the audience and everyone listening like so what are you currently doing now so i know what you do but like yeah tell us about like your current job and things and how you're finding it so i'm currently working as a um content marketing exec um for an accountancy firm and yeah it's going well i've been at this company for over a year and i have learned a lot um it is definitely something i have not done before Mm -hmm. and yeah um i'm learning a lot and i am enjoying it that's good like you're like you're learning a lot from a job because i think after a year especially with me and i will be very honest with everybody i get quite complacent and is complacent the right word i don't know if it is Mm. but i get very i would actually say bored i think once i find something not easier i just get very used to i'm like oh i want to do something different um but no, it's good that you're still you're still learning new things. I think working for an accountancy firm as well, like, that's quite like intense, I can imagine. My old job was very similar, working in the finance industry. Um, so I know not only do you you work full time, I know you you're an influencer. I know you don't like to say that you are, but I will say that you are <laughs> an influencer. <laughs> so would you like to tell like the audience about like, yeah, how's the influence going? How do you manage that with your full time job? Like how long have you been doing it for? So I think I've been doing influencing just for a few years now. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I never in my head actually said, okay, I want to be an influencer. It just sort of like, I was posting loads of sort of like fashion content. Um, Then I started posting lifestyle content, travel Mm. content. And then before you know it, I'm just like... You're getting paid on. Like, yeah, on the platform. Um, So I do use sort of Instagram quite a lot. Um, in terms of juggling it with my job, it is really difficult and I'm not going to lie and say it's not. I don't really find the time mm. to put as much into it as I would like. So, yeah, it is challenging, but um, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's something that I'm trying to sort of um, balance yeah. and see if I can, you know, juggle things a bit, bit better. <laughs> I think you're doing, cause you're doing quite well considering, like, full-time job influencing i know you you do loads of like tiktok videos and i see your posts on instagram and stuff so like i don't do like nearly as much as i as as i used to Mm. or wanted yeah to be be fair you used to quite a lot back before didn't you but i think it does it takes a lot out of you doesn't it especially working full time come back home yeah time consuming and then Mm -mm. especially when you're trying to um put it in with everything else like you know spending time with families yes friends like you know having a social Mm. life yeah. putting the time in for yourself as well it's, yeah. it's really hard because <laughs> i think even it being an influencer in itself that's like a full-time like i we we personally know a few people that they are full-time influencers and it is it is a full-time job mm-hmm. basically but i think you're doing great what you're doing thanks Kate. Um, <laughs> leads me on to my next question because obviously you're doing your full-time job influencing and obviously personal life so how do you balance your career personal life like how how do you do it I think I try to prioritise my time mm. as best as I can. Um, like I said, it's still something that I'm working on. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's just about, yeah, finding the balance and um, just, I don't know, thinking about which things are the most important and, you know, I mm. think you just have to factor in everything, really. Yeah, you've got to be quite organised with this, I think, you yeah. like, making sure that, okay... If you know you've got to shoot a content thing, okay, 
I'll do this this weekend, but make it local. So, do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to make sure your time is organised mm. and things and like I that. And I definitely, that's literally something I'm yeah, trying to improve at the moment yeah. because I'm like, I really want to put more into my mm. like online presence, presence and um, as, like, I love my job. Um, I love working in marketing. Um, I just do want more time to do my um, influencing. Influencing, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, of course. Um, so this is an interesting question. I haven't asked anyone this yet. Um, so what are the ways that like keep you grounded and like how do you take care of yourself? How, you seem like for, for for me being your best friend, I know that you you're into like self care and things. So like, what what do you do to keep yourself just like grounded and yeah? So I think <laughs> keeping myself grounded. Um, I think I just make sure that I do things that I enjoy doing mm. um, every so often. Like whether that's just you know sitting down with like a cup of tea um lighting a candle putting on like one of my favorite shows like it just really depends mm. on like what mood i'm in like ways of, of self-care can vary mm. and um it's different for every single person but yeah even just sort of like cooking um one day in a week literally will boost my mood up mm. um because it's just something that I really enjoy doing um and just you know recently I've been doing things that I used to do a lot as like a child yeah. so like you know I went to that painting class yeah that's that was good yeah that's so nice yeah it was the same weren't we yeah and I just feel like it was so sort of like therapeutic mm. and it just reminded me of like the things I used to like doing when I was younger and like I think tapping into that is just such a it's such nice, a good thing it? and it makes it's made me feel so good at the moment yeah, and yeah just like self-care is really important I think it's nicer than like we were saying earlier it's nice to just do like painting pottery instead of just going out for a restaurant and going for drinks it's doing these other things mm. that you know increases your um well-being and things yeah because it can um, get repetitive I feel like like culture yeah at the you're moment, right it can be yeah it's mm. just all about like you know going out and getting drinks drinking. and like the drinking culture is is it's heavy at the moment mm. and um yeah it's like fun once in a while but I do feel like you know there is there is more to life and like I think yeah just like finding um finding other things that yeah. are making you happy no, like, like we went for a walk earlier yeah I think that's just so especially now that everyone knows the weather recently in the UK has not been great so when we see a bit of sun go for a nice it was so nice actually yeah we so made love, a coffee oh, yeah made a coffee I, I like where you live it's very peaceful um and it was a nice walk like just things like that you know quick and easy to yeah. do you don't have to grab your best friend, friend. doesn't doesn't cost much you know yeah. <laughs> we made a coffee from home you know I think it's so nice to just be with nature as well yeah. I noticed that you're you know you're doing that a lot more yeah nature's yeah also yeah nature's a yeah we love, we're, we're we love nature, nature again, yeah we? I love it and I, I think it. we both um we both appreciate you know outdoors being outdoors like we've spoken about like doing up more oh, things outdoors. Yeah, we want to like do a hike, don't to, we? Like Lake District or something. Oh, that's going to be so good. We, need yeah. to, we will organise that. So I'm excited. Um, so where do you see yourself in like five to ten years? So career <laughs> and personal, by the way, it can be a mixture of both. I think um, I definitely see myself in a more sort of senior position mm-hmm. in marketing. Um, yeah in a more senior position um but I also do hope that like I 
you know spend more time on my content on my influencing um to try and get it into a better sort of place where Mm. like I'm really focused on like a a niche um but I think you know finding that is just really really difficult especially when you I don't know like I like so many different types of things and I can't really pinpoint on like oh this is like I've just got a fashion blog because it's just Mm. so many other things there's so many avenues for it yeah um I feel like you do a lot of different your content is so like it is fashion then it's lifestyle then it's like food as well so I feel like it's a mixture of everything yeah which is good but yeah I think um it's actually hard to say where I see myself in five ten years Mm. time um but I just hope I'm yeah just around like good people you know yeah um us will be here yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I'm just sort of like just just happy it's a question question that isn't it where do you see yourself like in 10 years time from now so you'll be what like 35 like that's mad yeah like I feel like I want to be like oh yeah like I'm married Mm. or I have kids and stuff like that but I I don't ever think you can predict like where your life's gonna go like what direction like I hope like I own a property Mm -hmm. by then um and you know travel to some more places and um yeah and just just yeah. things like that really it's exciting when, yeah. you, when we talk about these kind of things um so to round it off i obviously ask everybody all my guests this what would you tell your younger self hmm <laughs> it's a good question <laughs> That's isn't a it good question yeah i think i would probably tell my younger self that you know just like believe in yourself mm-hmm. and um you know don't kind of listen to the um opinions of other people because I feel like it's very easy to think that you have to you know be in a certain place or Mm. be doing a certain thing at a certain age and it's just you know it's we're not in a race in life and you know you know just to sort of like you know enjoy the moment and enjoy your youth whilst you have it because before you know it, you're an adult and you're missing your child that is it yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i think i'd probably tell my younger self to like just you know love yourself more and um have a bit more confidence in mm. yourself yeah okay well this is the end of the episode so thank you binti for being on this i really appreciate it and then thank you everybody else for listening to another episode of women in power you're welcome kids <laughs> If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode and for that I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and I hope you enjoyed this new episode and if you did, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.